Tim Challies describes productivity this way. Productivity is effectively stewarding your gifts, talents, time, energy, and enthusiasm for the good of others and the glory of God. Now, if that's not how you normally would describe productivity, you are not alone. Many, if not most of us, think that being productive is getting more done. That's what we're going to pray about today. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. This is episode 184 today. We are closing in on 200. That just really kind of (laughs) hit me. We are closing in on episode 200. We ought to do something special. I'm not sure what we should do. So if you have any ideas, let me know. Anyway, we're going to pray our way today um, through some verses about the idea of productivity. But as always, we are going to start with worship. And we are in the Psalms for today, Psalm 63.3. And this is a New Living Translation version. (laughs) I think I was stuck on this today. I think one of the verses uh, that we're going to come to later today is also New Living Translation. I'm not, I don't even think I have it notated there. So if I forget to tell you, and it sounds unfamiliar, it seems like it was an unfamiliar verse that I wanted to sound somewhat familiar, but also give us a new perspective. Sometimes different translations will do that. They'll give us a slightly different perspective on a verse that may seem very familiar. Anyway, this is Psalm 63.3, and it says, Your unfailing love is better than life itself. How I praise you. So let's pray. Father, I'm not sure I could add another, well, like I could ever really add value to scripture, but I'm not sure I could say it any other way today other than simply how this verse is stated. Your unfailing love is better than life itself. How I praise you. I praise you this morning for the fact that you have gifted that grace to me, that you love me so much that you would go through all that you went through simply to uh, erase the stain of sin from my life, to give me life everlasting and to have a permanent relationship with you. The fact that you love me that much is overwhelming. And the gifts that you have given in response to that love, your unfailing love, are better than life itself. Thank you for them. I praise you and honor you this morning for being God, for being the one who could gift those things to me, for being the only one who could take that sin and pay that price so that I might live. Thank you. We honor you and we praise you for all you do for us, for all you have done, and for all that you will do. As we walk into this time of prayer, I, I first thank you that we have this available to us, that the technology and the Word of God is available for our use, that this, um, this, this area that we're meeting, this social environment that we are meeting in is possible, that we can do that from all over the world, and that you meet us in prayer, that your sacrifice made it possible that, that we could sit with you in relationship. And I I'm just so grateful for that, um, that opportunity, whether I do it alone or with all the friends who join me. I'm grateful that I can sit here with you. Guide us, direct us, speak to us, and hurry to answer these things that we pray today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I tried to find out. <laughs> it was a hopeless quest, but I tried to find out how many books have actually been published on the topic of productivity and time management? 
a million. I have no idea how many. A lot. It was impossible to find out. The only thing I could find was lists of the best ones. 30 best books on productivity. 25 of the top best books on productivity. 50 ways to be more productive and books. And I, it was, there's just so many. There are so very many. Bookshelves across the world are bending under the weight of the books that we have written about productivity. And that weight is something that we take on as well. Here's what I mean by that especially in the United States, but if you are listening or watching from somewhere else in the world, you will probably recognize this as well. We have a culture based around productivity, around what we can each produce, both in physical goods and in other ways as well. We are constantly looking for ways to make more, better, faster. And we often fall into the trap of judging the worth of others based on what they can produce. How productive are they in society? We often fall into the trap of judging ourselves based on what we can accomplish. Output, as the measuring stick, leads us down paths that we do not want to go. But productivity in itself isn't necessarily a bad thing. We are not supposed to be lazy people. Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart, as working for the Lord and not for human masters. Now, I don't want to get into the theology of work here today. This is That's a way too big a topic. Actually, even today's topic that I've set, landed on is pretty big for one day. But I do want us to sit with the idea of whether or not we each idolize productivity. And if we are acting in ways that are productive in a healthy, biblical way. Corey Sleep says, true productivity is not about getting it all done. But rather, is it, a, it is about glorifying God in all that I do, stewarding my time and resources well for that end. We need to be productive in the right things, in what we do. This is a matter of prioritizing. We need to be productive in the right way, stewarding all of our resources, not just our time, but our own body and mind and heart as well. And we need to be productive for the right reasons. Our motivation should be to glorify God and love others, not for selfish gain, not to establish our own self-worth, and not to earn favor with God. So we're going to pray through four scriptures today. First, asking God to speak to us about how we relate to productivity. Then to pray through the th three things that I just mentioned, that we are productive for the right reasons, doing the right thing in the right way. And we're going to do these one at a time. Often I will read all the verses and then go back. I'm going to do one at a time today. So the first one is to honestly ask what we read in Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. It says this, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. That's the New Living Translation <laughs> version, the one that I know I didn't mark for myself. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me, know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Let's pray. Father, these things that I just read, I want to ask you about my own heart and speak to each one listening about their own heart along the lines of productivity, how we relate to productivity. Help me know my own heart when it comes to the using my time or being productive or accomplishing things and feeling like that establishes my value or my worth in my own eyes, in the eyes of others, and in your eyes. 
Search me and know my thoughts. Point out anything in me, any ways that I relate to the idea of productivity that offend you. And then help me turn from that, help me repent from those things, and lead me in a path of everlasting life. That's the path I want to be on. So guide me into that place and speak to me as we go on through this this time. Speak to me in this time, but also as you notice things in my everyday life. As I'm afterwards, as I'm trying to get something done, or as I'm making a to-do list, or whatever it is, speak to me if you notice things that offend you about the way I handle my time and the way I think about productivity. We trust you in that. Help me be open and listening and willing to obey in those things. All right, let's move to motivation, our motivation, why we are doing the things to be productive, why we do what we do. We're going to look at 1 Corinthians 10.31 that says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Right? That is the purpose, the reasons why we do the things that we do. So let's pray. Father, we all have lots of different motivations, and they come, in, they come out at different times. I ask for forgiveness for when I am motivated by anything other than glorifying you. Letting that sit for a second, and, and it feels heavy to me because I know that my motivations are often sinful. I ask for repentance for those times. Pray that my heart would be constantly looking toward what I do and why I do it, and evaluating that based on whether these things give glory to God. Forgive me for motivations that are impure and plant righteous motivations deep inside me so that it becomes automatic, so that my motivations are constantly about giving and and being the person who glorifies your name, being someone who embodies pointing others towards Christ, being someone who does what I do for your sake alone, not for my own benefit, not for my own self-worth, not to feel like I can earn your approval in any way, but instead simply to glorify your name. Amen. All right, what we do. Let's talk about priorities for a minute or pray about priorities for a minute. This is Matthew 6.33 and it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Let's pray. Father, as we are sitting down to make our priorities, as we make to-do lists, as we think about our schedule, as we think about whether we are going to take on a new project or whether we are going to leave one behind, how we handle our time and our priorities within the scope of our days and our moments and our years, help us to do the things that are seeking you first, that are seeking after the kingdom. If I really think about my schedule, and what my day looks like, are these things that I'm prioritizing by giving them time, attention, money, effort, are they kingdom priorities? As I'm evaluating my, my to-do list and my schedule, help me to evaluate it based on that. Are these kingdom priorities? If they're not, speak to us about what we need to do, about how we need to rearrange our schedule, how we need to rethink about our time and what we are pouring into. Help us to weed out the things that need to come out. Help us to plant the things that need to be planted. Amen. 
All right, lastly, we're going to talk about stewarding all of our resources and finding healthy biblical balance between what we are doing and and what we are using up of ourselves to do it. I'm not sure that made sense. Hopefully it did. All right, all of our resources, how we are doing the things that we are doing, how we are being productive. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you? whom you have from God. So you are not your own, for you are bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. All right, there are a couple of ways I want to apply this today to this topic, so let's pray. Father, first, (laughs) the, the overwhelming gift of your spirit being within us is astonishing. It's it's awe-inspiring, and I pray that we would each use our bodies in ways that recognize that, that honor you, that um, that have the reverence do your temple, do your resting, your dwelling place. Not because of the place, but not because the body itself, but because you are within it. Because you are worthy of our love, our respect, our reverence, our care, our attention. I pray that we would, as we think about what we do, how productive we are, the things that we are accomplishing, that those things that we are doing would be honoring to you, that as we think about glorifying you in our body with our actions that our body takes, I pray that those would glorify you, that that you would speak to us and we would obey you if there are things that we are doing with our bodies that are not glorifying you. And as we think about the idea of being productive, for those of us who evaluate our life on efficiency. There are a lot of people who that's kind of their first, uh, the first filter that that yeses and nos filter through is, is this an efficient way to do things? Am I going to be more productive? For those of us, speak to us about balancing that with, because efficiency isn't a bad thing, but balancing that with love. Father, for those of us who are so geared towards productivity and so much in the mindset of how much can I accomplish, how much can I produce, even if their reasons are good for the kingdom of God, I pray that we would be able to balance stewardship of not only our time, but also our temple. So help us to take care of our bodies with the reverence and respect that that is due that, not because it's a physical, amazing, beautiful, astonishing thing, which they are, but because you you live within us. So help us balance this desire for productivity and doing what we want to do in accomplishing great things and lots of things for the kingdom of God with taking care of this dwelling place of yours, our, with taking care of our body and minds and hearts and honoring you in the way we do that, doing only what we are asked to do by you, not by others, doing those things because those things will be using the body. Okay, that didn't make sense. Because the things that you ask us to do will be stewarding our body and our productivity in a righteous manner. You will bless those things, and there is time, attention, physical capabilities to do the things that you ask us to do. Help us not overcommit with things that other people or our own desires or our own um, our own plans that are not God-ordained. <laughs> okay, <laughs> y'all, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm still having str- struggles with being 100% mentally here. 
Um, not because I'm not paying attention, but because I was sick. So that sentence went nowhere. But hopefully you get, Father, I know you understand my prayer, that I would do what you asked me to do and honor my body in doing those things and not in wasting this resource on other things. Maybe that's just how I should have said it. As I wrap today, I pray that you would help us see productivity in a biblical sense, that we need to be about glorifying God and loving other people, and that that's how we evaluate our output, not on so many of the other things that we tend to think of. This is, this is I'm accomplishing this because I need to or because I need to do more, um, but simply on what, how you have asked us to glorify you and to love others. Let that be our measuring stick, not how much, how fast, how, uh, how well I can accomplish. <laughs> I'm going to end now before I really uh, lose track of my own thoughts. Father, I love you and I thank you for this time. And I know, Spirit, that you will speak to us about this. You've already spoken to me about it. And I, I thank you for your voice in my life and your word that you have given us that we can use in this way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, friends, <laughs> I hope that made sense to you. I thank you so much for joining me today. If you're watching on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page, watch on early Monday morning or Sunday night, and I will have the schedule out for you for next week. We'll be here twice live during the week. If you're a podcast listener, thank you for joining us in that media format. I would love it if you have gotten encouragement from this, have learned something from this, God has spoken through this, if you would share it with one friend. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road, and my heart is, as we do this, that we would learn to use Scripture in this way, that it would enrich our prayer lives, that it would enrich our relationship with God, that we would fall deeper and deeper in love with the God who gave us the words that we are praying. Amen. Amen.